As bizarre as it sounds, three games into the 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs, we are preparing for game one, round one, tonight. Welcome to the VGK Daily Podcast. I'm Darren Millard, chatting with VGK insider and analyst Mike McKenna today. You'll also hear from Pete DeBoer today. Also, the Chicago Blackhawks angle chimes in with defenseman Connor Murphy on what the Blackhawks are preparing as they face the Golden Knights. This is a, an unexpected series in which you have the 12th seeded Chicago Blackhawks who upset Edmonton in the qualifying series against the number one ranked Vegas Golden Knights. Round one, game one. Mike, are you ready? Oh, I can't wait. We've been building towards this for almost a year now at this point. <laughs> Feels like it, doesn't it? I mean, we're in August, you know. Training camp is generally starts a month from now. So, yeah, th this is fantastic. I can't wait to see what happens tonight between these two clubs. Uh, just the emotion aspect of it, finally getting to the proper start of the playoffs, down to 16 teams. Now, the seedings are still there, but it's kind of out the window. We finally have the grouping of, of clubs that are going to play for the Stanley Cup. Can't wait. Let's mark our way through a couple of key points uh, for the Vegas Golden Knights. One is, what did you see from the round robin that makes you believe that the Golden Knights are well prepared for this challenge? I love how they faced adversity. I love how the Golden Knights have managed to keep their emotions in check and just play their game. They have taken the fight to the opponent. They haven't played on their heels. You know, even in the Dallas game, when they got down three to one, they didn't play two very good periods to start it. They never lost hope in what they were doing. They, they knew that it was on themselves, and they didn't get down. They, they came back and played the third period that they need to, took over the game. And really, the game against St. Louis was just a continuation of that. Great hockey. Uh, a couple bad turnovers here and there led to goals against, but they just dominated that game. And then by the time you get to Colorado, it felt like they were building towards that last game of the round robin where they put it all together and played a really good 60-minute game against a really, really tough opponent in the Colorado Avalanche. And you can't help but like it. You go 3-0 and in the round robin. The Golden Knights took care of exhibition, so really 4-0 going into the first round. they got to be riding a wave of emotion right now. Just Offense. pick up in your uh, comment about the comebacks. And it would have been easy when you're down a couple of goals in both the game against uh, Dallas and St. Louis to say, that's eh, round robin. We'll, we'll prepare. We'll get it back next time. This, this doesn't really matter. That didn't occur. And that might be my biggest takeaway is the resiliency in a situation where it's not life or death. The Golden Knights have approached this as coming off the pause with such a sense of purposeness that you could, it was just palpable. You could tell that they were on a mission to win the Stanley Cup, which started with winning every round-robin game. The mission wasn't go out to dip your toe in the water and start to get used to things and hope that it goes well. It was to go out and win games and to find your combinations, to play with your lines, to get your penalty kill in order, get your power play in order. And they just checked those boxes. You know, it was workmanlike. And, and again, they weren't... They didn't play desperate because they didn't have to because they were completely in control they played with an edge they played with emotion they had grit but they weren't out of control or reckless and I think that that led to the consistency that you saw that when they turned it on every game they took over so what will it be like switching from a round robin to a series and a best of seven is the mindset change here's Pete DeBoer our group approached uh, the round robin, uh, like they were elimination games. You know, we, we, we prepared that way. 
we talked uh, about the opportunity uh, that was going to be there for us if we could we could win all three games and, and have a real good week here. Um, so you know, I would say normally maybe, but I think with our group, you know, I think it's going to be business as usual. So you're facing a team that's already gone through win or your season's over. Does it take a while for Vegas to get acclimated? Pete doesn't think so. I think that emotion level is going to be so high tonight for both teams. You know, for Chicago, with them coming off the victory, beating the Edmonton Oilers, who were supposed to dominate them by all standards, what everybody thought. I would expect Chicago to have heightened sense of awareness right off the bat and for Vegas to match it. Again, like they're hasn't ever been any wavering in their mentality it seemed like every interview that they give you hear it that we want to win we eyes on the prize stanley cup golden knights this year throughout the course of the season have been fantastic at creating their own emotion when they needed to finding inspiration within their lineup you know whenever their biggest and their best players needed that certain bit of juice to get everybody going it just seemed to happen and you know whether it's a goal whether it's the fourth line creating some momentum it has always been able to show up, and I think that for both of these clubs, it's it's go time. This is playoffs. They're ready. Well, it's a different matchup for the – you talk about the transition of Vegas going from a round robin to a best of seven. For Chicago, they have to tweak their approach because they dealt with the two-headed brilliance of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, who got their points, but uh, it was Chicago that won in four games, to now playing a much different opponent. Here is defenseman Connor Murphy. Playing against Vegas will definitely be different. I think just watching them play, uh, they seem to use uh, all four lines uh, a little more than Edmonton did. And obviously Edmonton had their top two or three forwards that seemed to carry a lot of the offense and um, play a lot of minutes and and seem to have a lot of possession in their hands. So uh, it'll be definitely different defending uh, against uh, more of that team game and more kind of that simple pressure that they and speed that they have uh, wanting to get to the net and play that that playoff uh, style game as well. So um, that'll be something that we'll look at these next couple of days and, and either adjust or just uh, roll with and, and get to, to playing them and, um, and do our best with uh, what they have to, to give. So depth, you're going to hear that over and over and over. What does that mean when you talk about the depth of the Golden Knights against Chicago? Well, it plays into the Golden Knights' strength. They have four lines that roll. They all play. Pete DeBoer loves to give them all plenty of ice time. The third line, though, is where we've really seen the biggest difference for the Golden Knights. It's been solidified. Alex Tuck's playing fantastic right now. Nick Waugh has been a terrific compliment to him. Two really rangy guys that are feeding off Nice that Waugh got his feet wet in playoff action in the Stanley Cup playoffs uh, with the round robin, too. Right. You know, so he's he's got a bit of experience with it. And to me, Nick Waugh, nothing phases him anyway. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, I, he seems like he's wise beyond his years on the ice. And he's been in championship settings before. He's played world championships. He's won a Calder Cup. Those things transfer. It's not the NHL. It's a different ball game at the top level, but you do learn things from that. Uh, so that depth to me is is the matchups that you're going to want to see the Golden Knights really take over against Chicago third, fourth line. And the depth of the, the defense on the Golden Knights to me is a big strength compared to the Chicago Blackhawks. They aren't quite as deep there. It's a chance for the Golden Knights, again, third or fourth line, to get some momentum, to create a forecheck, and to scare the other team. I'm not scared of high-skilled teams. I'm scared of a heavy forecheck and teams that play relentless. And then when Golden Knights are on, that's how they play. And Max Pacioretty will be part of that forecheck tonight for game number one. What do you expect from him, considering Pacioretty hasn't played in 
almost five months. And he's part of the heavy four check. I mean, that's a 220, 225 mile body out there. Sometimes people forget how physical he is and how hard he is to knock off the puck. I expect Mac, Max Pacioretty to be right at game form, right off the bat. He's had the chance to, whatever's been ailing him is been cleared up at this point and he's entering the lineup at least I think probably when he thought he was ready and wanted to go and felt confident that I've done it long enough in this league I'm going to be ready for game one that's my focus and with veteran players like that that have been in the trenches before throughout playoff series throughout long seasons and and been captains in tough markets like Max has he knows how to manage it I'm sure he's going to be uh, one, really excited to play, which will come out. But two, just a great addition to have, especially on the power play. From a former captain and Pacioretty to a current captain in Jonathan Taves, how surprised are you at what he was able to produce in that first round win or that qualifying stage win over the Edmonton Oilers? It caught my eye because Jonathan Taves has always had the ability to rise to the occasion, but his play has declined the last several years in a lot of metrics, at least. Now, is that because people with him haven't been as strong as in the past? Has it been declining his own play? I am not sure the exact answers of that, but to see him truly take over a game to, to you know, the last goal of that series against Edmonton, to outmuscle somebody, to, to get to the front of the net and make it work. And he just looks like he's vintage Taves right now. Like, he looks like he's on a mission. He looks inspired. And it really looks like that whole core group of players that won the Stanley Cups with the Chicago Blackhawks in the past decade, they're on the same page. Duncan Keith, same way. He looks like he's 10 years younger out there right now. Uh, trained really hard over the break. We saw the picture of him getting on the plane. Mm-hmm. Guy looked like the Undertaker, you know, from WWE fame. So um, without doubt, that the Chicago Blackhawks, they seem to have found inspiration, and, and Taves is certainly their motor. He's leading the way. So if Vegas is going to take control of the series from the outset, what do they do tonight? Well, first period to me is is so critical. And momentum are things that we can talk about, but score first, manage the front of the net's going to be huge for the Golden Knights. Chicago Blackhawks tip in more pucks than anybody in, in the round robin. They're really good at the front side of the net. For the Golden Knights, they've got to take care of that space directly in front of their goaltender. They've got to make sure that they're taking sticks. And they've got to make sure that they wear the other team down. You've got to set the tone in the first period. You need to string shifts together, all four lines. And a way that you do that is to stay out of the box. If the Golden Knights want to go far, set the tone early, stay out of the box. That way you can roll all four lines. You can get everybody out there getting their touches, getting their confidence, uh, and getting their feet going for what could presumably be a pretty long run here. Meat grinder start. Oh, I think it's a mandatory, yeah. isn't it? I mean, they're going to be 80-20 Chuck grinding away. You know, I, <laughs> it's just it's it's a staple of Pete DeBoer coaching the Golden Knights is to start with uh, with Will Carrier and Ryan Reeves and whoever may be between them. We I think we can expect that 80-20 blend out there. Uh, I like that because I'm going to segue off it. Uh Bring part of the game day experience to your own home right now with a 5149 raffle online hosted by the Folded Flag Foundation. Raffles will run through each Vegas Golden Knights Stanley Cup playoff series and will be picked the morning of the start of the next round. So enter for your chance to win at foldedflag.bump5050.com. 
Game 1 tonight. Uh, our pregame show on AT&T starts at 7 o'clock. Face-off just after 7.30 with Dave Gosher and Shane Nighy. The Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network has the uh, pregame show at 7 o'clock as well with the play-by-play -play with Dan Duva and Gary Lawless. Uh, puck drop just after 7.30. Game 1 between Chicago and Vegas. This is going to be fun, Mike. Oh, let's go. Original six matchup. First time the Golden Knights and the Blackhawks have faced each other in the postseason, and it comes in this rather unique 2020 Stanley Cup playoffs. Chat with you with a full recap tomorrow on the Vegas Golden Knights Daily Podcast.